everybody, welcome back to Exploring the Fireside with Sully. I'm your host, Sully, and this is my co-host, Dad. Hey, everybody. Hi, Dr. Nick. That's my Simpsons. Okay. Um, before we get started, Sullivan, I was wondering if we can address the elephant in the room. Okay, so everyone, meet Johnny. There's no elephant in the room. It's a, oh. it's a saying. Do you know what, when someone says... Yes, I know. I was being sarcastic. Okay, all right. So what is the elephant in the room, you think? Probably a lack of podcasting lately. Well, not only a lack of podcasting, but a lack of a particular podcast. Well, I will admit, before I went on my 10-day va- mandatory vacation to California, great visit, got to go surfing, got my own board and wetsuit, and I got to see my grandparents. <clears throat> before that, a particular somebody made a podcast uh-huh. that was supposed to air uh-huh. but when that but but when that specific somebody was editing the podcast uh-huh. he unwitt- he unwittingly closed the computer exiting exiting out of audacity the website that that person used Uses. The person is Sully, and I'm just going to, he's kind of beating around the bush. He, we made a fantastic podcast. A really good one. A really good one, and Sully didn't save it. And it is gone forever. It's gone forever. Such a shame. It was a really good podcast. We had fun making it. Dad did drop an S-bomb. Yeah, during that podcast. Okay. So anyway, what's the lesson we, we learned? Actually, I learned two lessons. What's the first lesson? Always save your podcast. What's the second lesson? Audacity should have a save folder. Audacity should have a better save. They have something, but it's not that good. So, yes. Yeah. It's so, you can blame Audacity. but Okay, moving on. Sully, yes. what's today's strip? Well, <laughs> it's one that has a little bit, uh, represents a little bit of every family. A little bit kids. of every family. So, this one is from May 16th, 1988. Boy, this is old. I was 12. Uh, uh, eight, uh, so, yeah. Why don't you please uh, describe, read it, and describe what's happening. Or oh. describe what's happening, and then read it. Okay. It's a two-story home. On the, on the second floor of the home is a window, so you can see into both of the uh, homes. On the, second, on the second floor of the home, there's a, tr- there's a kid in bed... And there's like a, a lady, who's probably the kid's mom, scolding him. And she's saying, now you go to sleep, Kevin. Or or, or once again, I'll knock three times and summon a floating head of death. But un- underneath the, the mom trying to put the kid to bed by manipulating him and saying there's a floating head of death, the dad is holding a balloon with... A monster face drawn on it. The floating head of death. Yes. And it's just out of the kid's line of sight. So if this lady knocks three times because the kid's not going to bed, then the father will release this balloon which has this monster face drawn on it. Or the floating head of death. So it's obvious that these parents here are manipulating the kid to try to get him to go to bed. Some would say, you know, just maybe motivating him in an oh, unusual no, way. Oh, no, they're manipulating him. They're, they're, saying, they're, they're saying a giant monster's going to come if he doesn't go to bed, but it's really a scary face run on a balloon. Yes. They're manipulating him. Okay. There are some cases where someone's manipulating a kid or they're encouraging behavior. 
Which the, both. So they're. You, I'm say. sorry. Did you say that they're 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 manipulating to the kid to have to encourage a specific type of behavior? No, I'm saying there's two different types of manipulation. Oh, straight up manipulation, but encouraging a different behavior than what the kid is doing. So, so what would be an example of um, maybe you know because we we try to motivate you and your sister yeah. to have certain types of behaviors. I don't like to think that I'm manipulating you. Mm, yeah, and a lot of people don't like to think certain things, but also that's what they're doing. <laughs> so are you implying right now that I somehow manipulate you to get you Somehow to manipulate me? I don't think you're very unaware. I think I don't think you're in I don't think you're playing the innocent role here. Oh, okay. oh my gosh, I'm astounded. How dare you accuse me of do of acting with heinous client crime? Okay. Okay. Manipulation. I don't mean Okay, I, I like to think I motivate. Uh, can you give me an example of me manipulating you? <laughs> I have a couple examples actually all written okay. down here. One of them, I can I can actually name a couple different manipulations even on Nola's part, my sister. Okay. All right, well. One of them was telling me when I was little, probably I'd say five, I was obsessed with Ghostbusters. Obsessed I love them. I still have two Ghostbusters posters, small ones that hang above my um, bed. Yeah, okay. And Dad said, "I of course, like every other, like every young kid, I would not eat my vegetables. Would not eat your vegetables. That's such would, a weird thing. You would not even the Brussels. You would not eat Brussels sprouts. You would not. No eat, one likes Brussels sprouts. How dare you, sir? <laughs> I love Brussels sprouts. Uh, you would not eat mushrooms." Um, you would not eat peas. You would not eat broccoli, uh, cauliflower. I was basically been, the whole, the whole, the whole bum drush. I was a bit of um, a dessertarian. Yeah, is that what you call a dessertarian? Yeah. Um, okay, so go ahead. So how did so I? So Dad was trying to manipulate me to, or as he says, encouraging a behavior modification. A, a, a behavior modification, motivating you to do something that you wouldn't otherwise do. Yeah. Because you're a dumb Try- five-year-old. Okay. <laughs> Trying me to eat my broccoli, my green beans, my Brussels sprouts. So what did I do? You said, like I said, I I was obsessed with Ghostbusters, and everyone everyone's obsessed with Ghostbusters at one t- at some point in their life, life usually young kids. Yeah, sure. And he said he said he said, hey Sully, did you know that this indeed is Ghostbusters food? This is the food that the Ghostbusters eat. Every night in their firehouse before they go out and they bust ghosts. Yeah. And you, like the big dummy you were when you were five years old, you're like, really? And I'm like, yeah. And you ate it. You ate it all. And that was it. I never had another issue with with you eating vegetables. Yeah. So I just politely altered re- the truth to get or you to, ha- to get an outcome I wanted, oh, and that right, was yeah. for you to yeah. eat healthy. Was that manipulation or just encouraging a positive behavior? <laughs> I say it was encouraging. I say a little bit of both. Okay. See, you know, you, you're, like, See, you're telling was... me I'm, I'm manipulating you here. It's not like... Uh, so he I'm was like... encouraging a different behavior. I will yeah. admit that. But also, at the same time, you were manipulating me by telling... By telling me something that I really liked. Okay. You, the positive behavior here is eating my my uh, greens. Yeah. But no, I never summoned. I never summoned the floating head of death. Yes, that's a. Little oh, okay. So here's a question. Okay, this is. I want to go. I want to go this angle here. Uh, so using fear, have I ever used fear as a motivation, as as a way to motivate certain behaviors out of you? 
Um, <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, what? Yeah. I can tell Clean you. Clean your room right now. I'm gonna string or I'm gonna drown you in a bathtub. Oh wow! Yeah. That was one. That was a popular one when I was about eight. Uh, you know, I would never really drown you in the bathtub. It depends on how bad I was. Oh man, there's a couple times I actually thought about it, but I would never do it. There were actually a little little known fact here. Uh-oh. I'm gonna try to get into of the past here. Okay. This is gonna be totally off context. Speaking okay. of drowning things in the bathtub. Uh, uh, Elvis oh, had, had a monkey. Elvis right? had a monkey, and the and the, when the monkey misbehaved, the Memphis Mafia, which was the the people that Elvis hung out with, they would throw the monkey in the bathtub and then zap it with a cattle prod. Yeah, a full. T- it's uh, that really was a weird, weird. Segue. It's a little bit like, funny, to be honest. Uh, like you know, like if I saw that in a cartoon, I'd be like, ah, that's a weird thing they're doing, but. Oh, see, we're going dark again. Like, it yeah, always goes. Yeah, it's we're weird. That was a weird place for you to go. Like, shocking monkeys in the bathtub with a cattle prod. Okay. All right. Yes, Let's get this back on track. Yeah, okay. So, fear is a motivator. Where were we? What were we saying? So, I, I never did drown you in the bathtub. Yeah, you came close to it a couple times, okay. though. I, Sometimes. I uh, never actually drew the bath. No. Okay. Some no, you would never. So that's some great parenting. Right yeah. There. Sometimes, sometimes I remember when we won't go to bed because we're dressed because like we're excited or we can't sleep or that kind of thing. We're just out of our rooms when when my mom and dad are like it's like ten o'clock at night. Um, um, you know, watching TV, watching music videos. We, me and Lil would come down, and he'd say, I'm counting the three. And if he got the three, he'd walk, he'd start walking. Like, not even running, like they're trying to catch us, just walking sinisterly over. Yeah. And we and I'd run up to my room, and I'd, I'd, and f- I'd look at the bottom of my staircase. I kind of live in my little attic area, biggest room in the house, actually. And he'd just be standing, and he'd be like, go to bed now. Yeah, I, well, okay, yes, I and, yelled because you wouldn't go to bed. now... He can't. There's no threat of stra- drowning us in a bathtub because we have no bathtub. We got rid of the bathtub, so I, I, there's, I have nothing over you. But I, I'm not big on using fear as a motivator. And when I say that, I'm saying that like kind of half-jokingly. You don't really yeah. believe I'm going to do that. So that's kind of the funny joke in our family. I People are probably, again, listening to this podcast and absolutely horrified about what they're hearing. Yes. Um, sometimes. I, can I tell you something? Yeah. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump in here because I do have an example where I did use fear as a motivator. Okay. Let's I see don't it. know if you remember this. We live on a very, very busy street. And um, I always to tell you when you were like young, three, four years old, walking around, never go near the street what? because people fly down the street at like 80 miles an hour yeah, or something. Yeah, so weird. It's like a res- uh, we live in like a residential neighborhood too. But we live on an arterial and most people are okay about doing the speed limit on the arterial, but some people come mobbing down the street. Yeah, right? but some people in like Lamborghinis just go floom. So you stepped into the street like you were like five or six feet away from me and I looked at you and you like smiled at me. And oh. I was like, I don't no! I was just, I don't no! Remember. I don't <laughs> and you yeah. were like, you were me- you thought it was a game. And you knew you weren't supposed to run out there, so you started to walk out into onto the streets. I don't remember this. Oh, How man, old was I? I remember this. Uh, you were probably about three, and huh. I ran and grabbed you as you started to run into the street. And I—that was like the one time 
I ever like swatted you on the butt multiple times. Like I, I've given you a smack on the on the ass here and there. Right? You know, maybe a little slap to the back of the head over the years. But that was the only Paddle time on the bum bum. I what? <laughs> it's from it's from a TV show. What'd you say? Paddled on the bum bum. You got paddled on the bum bum. <laughs> I gave you a good paddle and on the bum bum. <laughs> because, like, I wanted you and to be what scared was, yeah. of the consequences. And because what, what? Was, what was a certain driver's reaction? A, a woman across the street saw, and she came running out, and she started yelling at me for hitting you, and she for smacking you on the butt. And Good she paddling said to on the me, bum bum. paddling on the bum bum, and she said to me, well, I'm just very passionate about children. And I said, I'm very passionate about my son not getting run over in the middle of the street. So, And then she kind of like looked at me and maybe got what I was trying to do. But yes, I was absolutely 100%. That was probably the only time that I ever really truly tried to scare you. Because it was like a dangerous thing, right? Yeah. There's also... Uh, what? You, you, never mind. Go ahead. Let's just throw it out all on the table, bro. <laughs> no, I, I, I was just being silly that last time. Okay. okay. So, like, when I grew up... Um, that, but to be fair, when he was growing up, he lived in Long, he lived in Long Island, New York in the 80s. So, you know, it's going to be some pretty um, nasty <laughs> stuff in there. <laughs> but no, you know, my father never really... My father... So, it was me and my two brothers. So, we yeah. kind of disciplined each other. Mm. And I feel like there was a lot of manipulation, all that stuff, but that's a tale for another day. But my father... Actually, ne- no, it isn't. We're talking about no, manipulation, no, no, so... No, 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 I don't want to go there. Uh, but my dad did spank us a couple times, and I think every time we just laughed at him because he just was, like, so apathetic about the way he was spanking us. And once he's like, you're both getting... To me and my older brother, you're both getting spanked. So we ran into our rooms, and we put, like, eight pairs of underwear on <laughs> on top of each other <laughs> and then just laughed at him as he kind of like spanked us but um did it still hurt or no no he just he didn't really put too much effort into it it was wasn't, more wasn't there one time i've heard of where he was chasing you and something unfortunate happened to him yeah he was what? chasing me and my brothers because we like broke something <laughs> all three of us and we ran to the bedroom and we were running around the side of the bed and he took a swing at us and he accidentally hit himself in the crotch <laughs> and he fell over because he, like, legit hit himself. Like hard? We, like hard. Like enough to, like, oh, and, like, you know, fall on yeah. the ground. And me and my brothers just, like, ran back at him and started kicking him away. There was actually one time my dad told me about, he has a scar running right under his eyes. Any friends of my dad here that might be listening to us, you've probably seen it. Running right under his eye. I'm looking at it right now. Can you tell us, like, it's almost, it's almost like, a, it's almost comedic how he got this scar. You're talking about my scar? Under your eye. Okay. I, I just want in the subject of people hurting themselves in New York. I just thought it would be funny to. Bring so that's up. where we're going. People hurting themselves in New York. Okay. I, Long uh, Island to be more. Long specific. Island. I. Uh, no, nah, it was nothing. I was a little baby, and they used to have these little round things with the wheels on them that they stick to kids, and the kids could toddle around. Yeah. Before they could walk. Um, actually, I, I heard it was like it was actually bad for kids because the kids well, can't. They don't have them. Anymore, yeah, because they can't. For a reason, because the kids. A walker, but well, walkers. They were walkers, yeah. But they can't or develop the right. Or something. Yeah, if the, the, the kids can't develop the right muscles for walking, so it's bad for them. Well, that, that was one thing. But so what I did was I, I walked up and there was a coffee table on top of the coffee table was a nice lace doily on top of the uh, doily was a ceramic rooster, <laughs> and I pulled the doily and the rooster cracked me on the face. I was nine <laughs> months old gave a huge gash that is very very prominent to this day 
And uh, he told me it was a shark bite. I told him it was a shark bite. And uh, but they're not the strollers because not only kids are doing stupid sh- uh, stuff like that. Yeah, it's bad for your muscles. Beep. Um, it was bad for your muscles. Oh, but the hey, kids, I know whoa. the kids. Well, you got to practice habit, having to put a beep. Oh in my the God. Po- it's podcast. so hard. So the other bad thing is that kids would like, they'd fall down the stairs in these things. Like the parents yeah, wouldn't be looking yeah. and the kids would just toddle I remember. to the staircase and go down the staircase. So now they still have them, but they're bouncers. Yeah. You put them in there and the kid just jumps up and down. Yeah. I remember, um, I when I when I when you first moved me up to me, to the attic in my bed, yeah, you were worried you got you got paranoid. I, I was gonna fall down the staircase in the Very middle paranoid. of the night. So they put so some people might ha- still have these like dog gates, so the dog can't jump over. <laughs> it's a kid gate. It's yeah. an infant gate. It wasn't and like I went to Petco to buy yeah, it. And, I went to like, I went to Target. So like a kid gate. He took him down after a while because there was a hassle. I couldn't open the door. to be like, Mom, I need to get out of my room at like 2 in the morning. And um, and she'd have to come and open the gate for me. Yeah. And there was one on at the beginning of the stairs and at the end of the stairs. Yeah. But to this day, you only took down the gates. The, st- the little thing. The locking mechanism's still there because I was yeah. too lazy to take it off. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm a terrible person. No, you're not. I'm just saying it's still fair. Well, you know, okay. Well, go feel free to go grab a screwdriver and take No, it I off. like them. Oh, you like them. Yeah, okay. they're kind of like a weird thing. Okay. Um, wow, we kind of went all over yeah, the place whoa, today. Yeah, we are 17-minute mark. This might be one of our longest, longest podcasts. Ones. Um, we got dark as usual. Some, yeah. some, you know, dark, you know, some of the existential dread came out. Hmm. That usually pops out in our, uh, podcast. In our podcast. So, Sully, um... <laughs> What do you think? Funny? Not funny? <sighs> wow. Um, How many sullies does this one get? I'm going to give it eight sullies. Eight sullies out of? Ten. Ten sullies. Yeah. All right. So let's see. I, since I can't count by myself, Dad, could you count me down? Yes. All right. Three, two, one. Sully, 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 Sully. Oh, that's eight sullies right there, buddy. All right, so do you want to tell them about our exciting news that's going to be something that's coming? Okay, so, see, we've ha- we've been in the podcast game for about a year, right? I mean, I altogether, know. I don't know. So, we're thinking of starting a new podcast called Sully's Fantastic Films. The podcast will, might be a little bit longer, like 30 minutes to maybe even an hour. I mean, d- d- depending on what movie we watch. Basically, we'll watch a movie. We'll break down the plot, the character, the setting, what the movie's about, how it connects to our everyday lives of regular people. Yeah, it's just like a longer examination than you could do with like yeah. a one-panel Farside yeah, script. Yeah, yeah. And don't worry, folks. We're going to still bring this uh, Farside. Oh, uh, yeah. We're, we're, I'm not, farside I'm, with Sully. I'm, I'm, I'm not ending the show anytime soon. Okay. Well, hey, great job there, buddy. <laughs> Alright, um, we're gonna get, we're gonna start wrapping it up, so, um, I'm so young.